Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome Julia Taylor, founder and managing partner of Lev Legal, the Lawyer Business Advantage. Julia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. First question for you, just out of the gate. Tell us a little bit about Lev Legal and how you got started in this business. Yeah, absolutely. So Lev Legal was started. I was working in big law as a paralegal and I just noticed how we were, we had so many resources as legal staff and we were sometimes up against solo attorneys, smaller firms who were struggling to attach a Dropbox link to an email and produce documents for discovery and things like that. And I just thought, well, you know, maybe there's a market for helping these attorneys go against some of these bigger firms. So, you know, we just started emailing solo attorneys in our network and, you know, going to bar events and it's like, hey, could you use some help a couple hours here and there? Do you need help with your document productions, with responding to discovery, which is the bane of everyone's existence these days? (laughs) And I feel like, you know, most of my team spends maybe 50% of their time doing discovery, but it started there and it grew to somewhere between 300 and 400 solo attorneys and small law firms nationwide. Um, now we just don't just do the virtual paralegal virtual assistant work. We do other things like software and systems consulting, um, staff training, and even some outsourced firm administration services. That is so cool, Julia. Congratulations on your success. And I'd like to go back to a time where, you know, when you just launched Lev Legal and you were talking to those attorneys in your network, when did you realize that this thing was going to really explode and turn into something big? You know, right away, even (laughs) just sending cold emails, it was like we would get immediate responses like, yes, this is what we need. You know, I think lawyers sometimes get bombarded like, do you need help with your SEO and pay-per-click and all these things that don't necessarily make sense. But when you say, hey, do you need somebody to help you with discovery or um, request medical records and things like that. It's immediate. Like, absolutely. I'm I'm drowning doing all these things myself. And so how does Lev Legal help them with that? We typically recruit paralegals that have at least 10 years of experience, whatever practice area they specialize in. So there isn't a lot of like training and onboarding for the attorneys. It's simply like, here's how I like to do things in my firm. Here's where I save my documents, that sort of thing. And then we can incorporate a paralegal who knows that practice area through and through within a day or two. They're off and running and the attorneys are able to delegate specific projects to us on a case-by-case basis. And even some firms that hear all my cases, manage them from start to finish alongside me. So, Yeah. Is this a situation where they hire a paralegal full-time from your team or they just work a few hours with your with a paralegal on your team? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. So again, we have some firms that are like, you know, manage everything from end to end. Let's meet weekly, a couple times a week. Let's strategize. Let's, you know, manage this practice together. And then there are other firms who are like, you know, we've got a full team, but my paralegals are busy and we just got 20 depositions that we need summarized by Friday. Can you guys step in and help us? So we kind of conform to whatever they need at that time for their practice. 
And so many law firms need to hire paralegals and they're out there trying to hire paralegals. But you're obviously able to do that and to do that, to do that with success. So because you have glimpses inside many, many law firms, what are some of the recruiting things that you're doing to attract paralegals that other firms generally are not? Yeah, I think it's it's a couple of things. So it's really hard to find a good paralegal. And that's because the term is used so interchangeably. And every state has different rules. Some states don't have any rules at all. And so you can look at a resume and see, oh, this this person's been a paralegal at this firm for 20 years, but really they were a secretary, right? So they don't necessarily have paralegal skills. So we have developed a really good three-step interview process, which starts with like a self-time interview where they're telling us about their background and going through specific paralegal experience that they have. We're checking references. Usually it has to be another attorney or a couple of attorneys that they've worked for. But we're also offering an alternative, right? You're not having to get up and commute to an office and everything. And we feel like people are motivated. They're not most of the time, not just working for one firm. They're working for a couple different firms. So every day is different. The tasks are different. They have variety. And I think that really motivates paralegals to come work for us. It's going to be challenging, but you know, you're going to have work-life balance and you're going to get to work with some really awesome attorneys throughout the country. Very cool. And I, I kind of geek out on some of the stuff. Curious to hear how the communication works between the paralegal and the attorney, both in terms of phone, email, but also in terms of file management and file transfer and recording time and all the, the nitty gritty details when a paralegal is working with a law firm. Yeah. So we always give our lawyers a complimentary onboarding session. So usually I or my paralegal manager will sit in on that with the attorney and the paralegal. And we talk about what software they're using, um, where they're saving documents. Um, If they've never worked remotely before, how do we get things off the server and into a cloud so that we can serve you guys? Um, Our job is to make their lives easier. So we are of the mindset that we're going to incorporate into your practice. So if you're saving documents in my case, you're going to set up a um, account for us in my case, and we're going to save documents there too. We're going to use an email branded by the firm to communicate with your clients. So they have no idea that you're using an outside service. And we feel like an extension of your firm as though we're, we're there with you every day. Love that. So you're actually then joining their their software, including their email system and emailing as if the paralegal is part of the part of the firm. Yeah, absolutely. We build relationships with their clients. You know, um, we are a huge proponent for like VOIP and things like that so that we can dial out from our cell phones and it looks like the firm's calling the client. Um, and that's worked really well for us. Oh, that is so cool. And in this journey, as you're bringing paralegals in to uh, help attorneys with work, Uh, you've uncovered some other things and now you're offering some additional services too. So love to hear more about that. Yeah. So we, um, we felt that there was a huge gap, like the paralegal work is great. The legal assistant work is great, but there's oftentimes not someone managing the back end of the office. Like who's keeping up with CLEs, who's keeping up with the billing, who's building those relationships with other vendors that are going to refer business to the firm. Um, And so we started offering like outsource, um, we call it virtual firm administrative services, but you can think of it as a COO or business manager, um, whatever term resonates with you, but it's managing all those things um, because the attorneys and the paralegals are busy doing the casework and moving the cases forward 
someone needs to be focused on managing the actual business of the firm. Yeah, totally agree. That's something that uh, we work with our clients on. The challenge that we have, and this is where I think your offering is so cool, is you know we we're only meeting with with our clients a few hours every month, and we have a lot of ground to cover in those few hours. So typically, we can go after the big things, and that's kind of why uh, attorneys hire us and why we're able to get such big res- uh, such good results is we're able to quickly identify the big levers that need to be pulled that are going to drive a huge result for the law firm. But what we're not able to do is go into the nitty gritty and make sure, like you said, that the law firm is really running well, not just from a high level and the right changes are being made from a high level, but also uh, all the way through uh, that the little things are being done right also. Um, those are typically, you know, that, that's a limitation of, of a coaching organization. But what you're able to do with this outsourced uh, virtual administrator model is you're able to go in there and make sure that the firm is actually running well. So the attorney can focus, I guess, on business development and doing the legal work. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, like you said, the little things just get lost sometimes. Like someone needs to be building those relationships, getting the firm out there. Some, you'd be surprised how many firms just aren't running their bills and then are complaining about not making money. And it's like, well, the money's sitting here. Let me go through and send these invoices out or create a workflow for us to get the billing out on time every month? Or, you know, are you going to CLEs? Are you getting yourself out there in the community? Can I set up speaking engagements for you? Things like that. So wherever the firm, the managing partner, whatever they're passionate about or where they want to see their firm go, um, I step in to help them get there and I take care of all the little details. Love that. Love that. And uh, you were sharing with me before we jumped on a story about an attorney who worked with you uh, to actually, she wanted to sell, I think, her law firm. Tell us, tell us about that. It's really inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. So she was really struggling when we came in. She hadn't run bills. She had a lot of internal um, turnover in her firm. And the first thing we did is we looked at the software and we figured out the software that she was using wasn't working for her. And we switched her over to a new software and we automated her documents and we got her an electronic you know, scheduler so that she's not having to you know, email back and forth to get appointments on the calendar. We created a newsletter and I, I helped her come up with different ideas and topics every month and pushed her to record videos with information for that would be interesting, interesting to her clients. And, you know, we were able to month by month, get the firm in a place where it was profitable again, where she had a consistent paralegal who was getting work done timely. So um, she was practicing estate planning plans were going out, signing meetings were happening and everything just was coming together. Um, Unfortunately, she was at you know, a time in her practice where she was ready to retire and focus on other business endeavors, but we turned it around and she was able to sell for a profit. That's awesome. I think you mentioned that once she sold her firm, <laughs> tongue twister, she was actually uh, kind of sad to leave. Yeah. And we still get a few projects here and there. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it, it was really great. You know, it's like, well, maybe I pulled the trigger a little bit too soon, but um, you know, we're still trying to get her to step away completely, but you know, it's, it, it's gone from like 200 hours a month down to like maybe two or three. So um, yeah, we're, we're slowly getting her there, but she, she's regretting it for sure. That's awesome, Julia. What a great story and congratulations again. Uh, the great work that you're doing that you did with her. So given that that work is so valuable, having paralegals in your firm to do a lot of this work, as well as having a business manager, whether it's full-time or part-time, to make sure the firm runs well. 
I'd just love to get your opinion. Why do you think that so many law firms don't have all of this? They don't have enough paralegals and they don't have business management. Yeah. As a business owner myself, I've just seen how for firsthand how hard it is to come up with the financial resources sometimes just to attract the level of talent that you need to run your firm and and be the type of lawyer that you want to be. Um, And we just kind of fill that gap when you don't have to worry about paying insurance and PTO and, you know, setting up a 401k and all those things that just eat away at your profits, you're able to really focus on, you know, what's really generating revenue for you. I think that's been the main thing. Like it's really hard to compete with the big law firms and offer the same type of benefits and attract that level of talent. So um, we really work hard to fill that gap. You can get that level of talent, but you're not going to have to spend all those other expenses that come along with that. And when, in, in your opinion, do you think that a uh, attorney, what are some signs, I guess, better question, what are some signs that an attorney uh, really needs to bring on some paralegal help? Yeah, I think, you know, when you're sitting at your desk 12 hours a day and you, you still feel like you're not making any progress, when you're looking at your billing and you feel like, you know, while you're working on preparing for this hearing, someone could be doing this discovery and now you, you've got somebody generating revenue for the firm while you're doing so yourself. I think those are things that um, are key indicators that it's time to bring someone in, you know, and you can always start small. It doesn't have to be 40 hours a week and you you figuring out how you're going to find 40 hours a week for someone. I think that's the benefit of using a service. If you only need an hour or two a week, then, you know, you can use an outsource service to provide you with those out, you know, one or two hours. Yeah, I love that answer. And whether it's an attorney or a paralegal uh, or a legal admin, you know, you can hire someone Start small and but just start. And that leads me to another question, which is something that's near and dear to my heart. And I'd love to get your take on this, which is law firms, when they hire paralegals, training is an issue. <laughs> it just is. And uh, I, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I come from a world of startups and I've also been at big, big companies as well. And I know that. The temptation when you're a, a small law firm and you're looking to make your first couple of hires or maybe your first hire is to hire someone for as little as you can, you know, because it's a big financial investment. And so a lot of them uh, really look to hire someone who's pretty raw you know, maybe just coming out of law school or one year out of law school or in the paralegal case, you know, maybe they're, they've just received their paralegal certificate or they're looking to make that jump from being an admin into a paralegal. And they go and they hire that person. And then there's a whole training component that comes along with it. One thing I heard that you do is you don't hire those people. You hire people uh, who already have been paralegals at a high level for a long time. And so I want to get your thoughts on this idea of hiring someone junior and training them versus hiring someone who's got you know a decade of experience in their job and they know it backwards and forwards. Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of um, straddled the fence here a little bit. We um, started a program this year where we um, are bringing in junior paralegals and training them, you know, in-house. And I think it's it's so hard sometimes because you just don't have the time. And, and, and that's where you have to weigh the benefits. If you have a practice that's automated and, you know, working for you and generating revenue and you can set aside time to really train someone fresh out of school, then by all means do it. 
But we get so many attorneys who have so many things on their plates and they wear so many hats that, you know, it's it's just not possible sometimes to bring in someone that doesn't have experience and, and expect them to generate revenue right away. So I, I would definitely look at the financial situation in your firm and the time um, situation. How much time do you have to devote to this? And if you devote this time, are you going to be losing something financially? Um, and, and that's where you weigh the benefits. There are certainly a ton of great paralegal training programs out there and um, boot camps and things like that that can sit sit down with your paralegal and do it for you. But again, that's another financial investment that you have to decide whether or not you're you're ready to make. But someone with experience should be able to come in and generate revenue for the firm right away. Yeah, I totally agree. And for you attorney entrepreneurs that are out there that are looking at making that first hire or hiring someone you know, fractionally who's a paralegal, an associate attorney or a legal secretary of some kind, if it's your first hire or two, Hire somebody with experience, please. I know it's going to be a lot bigger of a financial investment, but I guarantee you if that person is does not require training from you, you're going to be in a much better place versus trying to do everything else that you have on your plate. Because let's face it, the reason you're hiring someone is you already have too much going on <laughs> to, to also then train that person and heaven forbid that person leaves and now you're training somebody else, you know? so. Um, much better to get that proven quantity. And once you have kind of a baseline staff in place, the cool thing is, since they're really good, you can have them put together the training program for your subsequent hires. So for most most of you who are going to be hiring those first couple of hires, you want horsepower. You want someone who can come in, take the work off your plate. You don't want to have to spend your time training them up. But once you have that in place and you can be more long-term with your hires where you can afford to invest a a bit more time. That's where those training programs can really pay off because as great as seasoned employees are and they're phenomenal, um, having those employees that come in that are uh, that, that just don't know any better. They come in with a great a great attitude and they learn like sponges and they don't cost a lot of money and they're a lot of fun to have in your firm. So definitely room for both, but you just have to prioritize it with those first couple hires. No, I completely agree. And I think, you know, just the seasoned paralegals, they bring so much knowledge and they know what worked in other firms and what didn't, what software was great, what systems are great. And I that knowledge is invaluable. Totally. And oftentimes paralegals serve other roles in a firm as well. They really do, you know, help the attorneys manage their time and manage their calendar. How do you build that relationship between the paralegals and the attorneys or do you with Lev Legal? Yeah, no, that's number one to us. Um, we never want it to be a service where it's like, hey, I don't know who's working on my files. I just assign something and, you know, it gets back, but I don't know who that person is. Um, so we start that with the um, the very first onboarding call. This is your paralegal. Get to know them. How do you like to communicate? Are you a texter? Do you want us to email you? Do you use Slack? You know, whatever it is that they, um, that however they like to communicate, we, again, um, like to incorporate ourselves into their practice. So, you know, it's always the same paralegal. We always also assign a backup paralegal. So if someone goes on vacation or gets sick, we've, you know, learned to expect the unexpected, you know, who your backup paralegal is, but you certainly build that one-on-one relationship with whoever we assign to you. Love that. And Julia, you yourself have a lot going on. Not only are you the founder managing principal at Lev Legal or managing paralegal, excuse me, at Lev Legal, but you also are a co-owner of Hyrix. So tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, you know, I what we have been doing has been great, but we started to get, you know, attorneys who are hesitant to change and they want somebody physically in the office with them. And they they started asking, hey, can you can you find me someone to come into the office? Can you find me a paralegal? Can you find me an attorney? And it became so much of a um, request that we opened up Hyrex. And the one thing that we heard is, hey, I've been burned by, you know, people say headhunters. We like to use the term recruiters, but I've been burned by this company and they charge me all these fees and I, I had no guarantees. And so um, just like Love Legal, it was really important with Hyrex that we came up with something where it was affordable for firms of all sizes. And, you know, now we don't just focus on legal, but we've made it affordable for not just you know, the solo attorneys and small firms, but small businesses to to get the the staff that they need and get it quickly. But we we allow them to pay those recruiting fees over a probationary period. So it's not like, hey, you have to give us X amount percent of the salary and you have to pay it on the day of hire. And that's been tremendous for us. You know, it it really has changed and opened up new doors for for firms that are often priced out of the larger recruiting firms. That's so cool. And, and not only have you had a ton of success with Love Legal, but now with Hyrex as well. How do you how do you manage to get it all done? A little sleep. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it, I, I'm very structured with my day. I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. So I like to get up before everyone else and plan out my day. Um, you know, I, I keep a pretty tight calendar and, um, you know, schedule weekly recurring meetings with the clients that I'm working with personally. And I, I extend myself, especially in recruiting. We do a lot of partner recruiting and sometimes it's hard to catch those partners during the day. So I extend myself on the weekends and evenings to accommodate their schedules when they're free to really talk about what it is they're looking for, what's going wrong in the firms that they're currently at, that sort of thing. And um, so so my days are long, but but they're pleasurable. And I enjoy, you know, getting to to speak with all these different um, attorneys and paralegals and just hearing what works and what doesn't. How are you managing the transition from, you know, basically the the managing paralegal, right, as your title says? to being the owner and leader of your firm. Yeah, it, it's hard and you know I preach this to my clients all the time. You and you hear it, you either have to work on your business and you have to work in your business. Or and for so long for me I was doing both and it, it just wasn't working and you you just have to make that decision like, you know, am I going to steer this ship or I'm going to row the boat as well, right? I just decided, okay, if if we're going to grow, if we're going to, if I'm going to manage both of these businesses, I have to step back. And and that meant not doing discovery anymore. And I can't say that I'm really sad about it, but <laughs> you know, I, I still roll up my sleeves and help out the team when I need to. Very cool. I don't know about you, but it, I kind of enjoy it when I dive back into details occasionally and on my own terms, it feels good because there's an instant gratification there and there's a comfort zone there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you you know, keeping those skills sharp just in case you need them is is always important. And, and I just like to have an understanding for, you know, my team and what they're going through. And I think staying on top of like, you know, role changes and things like that helps me keep that connection with them. Yeah, love that. As a mentor of mine used to say, it's helpful to know how the sausage is made and occasionally make it. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Julia, what is next for you and Lev Legal? You know, I'd love to continue to expand into states where we haven't um, met attorneys yet and served attorneys. Um, and I definitely see more um, more opportunities for helping with the business management piece and even doing more in-person things with our attorneys, like getting 
rolling our sleeves up and, you know, going to meet them where they are. Um, so I think, you know, we'll always stay virtual, but I definitely see a path where we start um, getting in the trenches and, and helping firms in person and, and growing those relationships that way. Fantastic. And if people want to contact you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, our website is lev-legal.com. And there's a link right there for you to schedule time to speak with me. I um, I still speak to everyone directly. I know that's really important for you as well. But I like to talk to everyone. You know, you'll go through the process and you'll meet other team members. But I think it starts with me and um, getting to know you guys and, and matching you with the best paralegal, um, legal assistant, whatever it is that you need to fit your firm. Yeah, I think that's a benefit of... Uh of us owning our businesses that are so service oriented, we, we have to be kind of front and center for our clients so that they at least get to know us and talk to us and they'll work with our team too. But it's tremendously satisfying to be that first point of contact. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a texter. I always say, Hey, here's my cell phone number. Shoot me a text. And if you need me, I'll get back to you pretty quickly. So that's awesome. We do the same thing. <laughs> Julia, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a real pleasure chatting with you. Everyone, that's Julia Taylor, founding and managing paralegal of, of Lev Legal. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember... You can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.